0: Boys and girls, thank you for tuning in to the Big Honker Podcast. Listen, you need to go to our YouTube channel right now. Season two of the first family of waterfowl is out now. Every Thursday, 7 o'clock, a brand new episode releases. We got a couple more in the can for you guys. Uh, It's been a great season two. So go over to our YouTube channel right now and hit subscribe. Watch all those
1: videos because it's been a lot of fun. And I guess we're brought by Stanfield Hunting then, right? Sure. I've got a few dates left in November and I've got a few dates left in December And we've got some dates in Nebraska. I think I've got six days left in Nebraska. If you want to go shoot some mallards on the Platte River and shoot some big geese, holler at me at 940-658-3172 or reach out to me on any social media you need to at stanfieldhuntingoutfitters.com. Also, we are brought to you by our brand-new sponsor, MLR Graphics in Breckenridge, Texas. They do all of our work, all of our shirts, caps, cups. They can do stickers. They can do it all. Coats, anything you want, that's MLR Graphics com and that's M is in Mike, L is in Leroy, R is in red, mlrgraphics.com, or you can holler at them at 254-559-1108. They have a 10% discount for all churches and first responders. Great Christian-owned company. Highly recommend them, MLR Graphics. And then we're brought to your our friend's name at Boss. Bossshotshells.com, home of the Stanfield Nines, home of the War Chief. It's time for that War Chief. You need to get out there and get a hold of them. 12-gauge, 20-gauge, 20 28-gauge, your sub gauges is the way to go, 410s. That's bossshotshells.com. I guess everyone in the country, there's a 410 shortage right now. That's what it sounds like. But Boss has some 410s. Boss 10s. has 410s. So if
0: you're a 410 shooter, call them up up there at Boss, uh, tell them the Big Honker guy I sent you, or just head over to their website and click order. It's that easy. Bossshotshells.com. We're also brought to you by the boys up there in the – Pacific Northwest Pacific custom calls.com you can find all of their new stuff they've got uh, a couple new goose calls out they've got the uh, BBS for specklebelly hunters they got the BBG for you big goose hunters and that one's gonna run gonna run pretty sweet I got it for a groomsman present from Blake so I like it uh, my favorite is still the ba lesser call and the pcd duck call can't go wrong with any of them But, uh, yeah, give them a holler and they will be happy to set you up with whatever you're looking for. Great company, great people, PacificCustomCalls.com. We're also brought to you by Dye Bomb Industries. It is time for you to get skinny. It is ridiculous having a messy trailer. I personally cannot stand a messy trailer, so that's why I like silhouettes, because they bag up nice and nice, and we've got a great storage system. So my trailer stays clean. All season long, uh, bag them up. They've got great flocking on on all of their decoys. They've just come out with a fully flocked speckle belly decoys. So if uh, that glare, that that early morning frost is giving you hell, you might look at the uh, fully flocked speckle belly decoys that are out now. Divebombindustries.com. They've also got great floaters. Divebombindustries.com.
1: The best part about a dive bomb decoy is is the weight. If it's wet and sloppy and you got to carry something in, you can carry five dozen decoys pretty easy. No problem at all. Also, we're brought
0: to you by Dirty Duck Coffee. If your coffee sucks, it's not the duck. It's how we get our morning started out here every single day with the Missouri Boat Ride Blend. Uh, And listen, warm temperatures are still prevalent here in the south, and I'm still sticking with my 3.30 p.m. cold brew coffee. And every once in a while, you know, dad's got to put a little bit of Put a little bit of liquid courage in there. A little bit of liqueur 43. Uh, Jay was telling me how to make this at uh, Squad Fest this last year. So, you know, when the when you get a case of the Mondays, make you a little cold brew. Put a little bit of liquor in it, and uh, it helps helps give you that little boost that you need. But, listen, for those a.m. early morning wake-up calls, they got a high-velocity blend, lots of caffeine in it, perk you right on up, uh, sun's out, guns out. They've got a brew for everybody whether you're a dark brew kind of guy, a light brew, whatever it is, they've got a coffee for you. Just head over to their website, DirtyDuckCoffee.com, and you can get ordered and you know, ship straight to your door. You don't even have to get out of your pajamas. Have quality coffee right there at your doorstep. DirtyDuckCoffee.com. And we are also brought to you by Shin Gear. Listen... They have revolutionized the waiter game and now they are making they they're expanding their reach. They're now making jackets. They've got bibs out that I wore all season last year. The bibs are phenomenal, totally waterproof, totally windproof. Uh they're great. I hunted them hunted them in the rain a couple times, stayed bone dry.
1: Do you it, like the shirt jack?
0: Jack shirts out now, so that's really cool. Um they got something for everybody. Whatever you're looking for, if you need to stay Dry and warm, shingear.com has got a product for you.
1: If it's wet and you're a farmer, well, if you're a farmer and you work outside and you're in the moisture, the Scout Boot. Absolutely amazing. They have not made a product yet that I've been like, ooh,
0: not yet. Hadn't happened yet. So, shingear.com for whatever you're looking for. Also, we're brought to you by the Looking Glass Podcast. Logan and Rebel put on a hell of a show. Go over to Patreon right now. And type in Looking Glass Podcast and pay the subscription fee and you are off and running. You can listen to all the debauchery going on with Logan and Rebel and uh, whatever guests they have for the week. But a lot of fun makes those long road trips very manageable. You listen to a couple Looking Glass Podcasts and then bam, you're there. So great people looking forward to hunting with them again this year and go check them out. Looking Glass Podcast on Patreon. We're also brought to you by the Lucky Duck. They have got a brand new spinner out there. It's black and white on the wings. Creates more contrast when that thing's spinning out there in the decoys. It's easier for ducks to see. It's easier for birds to see off in the distance, the black and then the white. That contrast is really going to pop. Everything Lucky Duck makes is a home run. Their A-frames are great. We hunt out of them seven days a week, and they they stand up to the torture test. I mean, that's really all that you can say about them. They're great. Uh, they hold grass well, and they hide four grown men. There's no squeezing. Everything is plenty spacious in the in the uh, two by four blind. They got stuff. If you're a varmint hunter, they've got uh, e collars. They've got everything that you're going to need. So, check them out, LuckyDuck.com, and have it all shipped to you also we're brought to you by ducks unlimited they have put ducks back into the sky they're fighting for duck hunters every single day of the week it's and fundraiser season two. we would not have ducks in the sky like we do now if we didn't have ducks unlimited
1: fundraiser season go check them out there is a du banquet near you somewhere go and buy some raffle tickets off pretty girl win a gun win a trip buy a decoy because all that money goes to the ducks.
0: Don't spend all your money, though, because Into the Vault will be back right before Thanksgiving. So save a little bit of cash for Into the Vault, because they got a lot of cool stuff coming out. We're also brought to you by Double T British Kennels. Mr. Corey has just had a brand-new litter of puppies, and he had a couple extras. So now is your chance if you ever wanted a British lab, if you ever wanted a dog from Double T British Kennels. Now is the time. Give Corey a shout. Message him on Instagram. Send him an email. Uh, his, his phone number's on his website. He's an easy man to get a hold of. But if you've ever wanted a British lab, now is the time. Get a hold of Corey, and he'll get you set up. Great dogs. They're great citizens. They're great hunters. Hunted with two of them last year, and they're sweethearts, but they are lethal in the field. So, Double T British Kennels. We're also brought to you by Mossberg, maker of the 940 waterfowl gun. It's what we shot all last year, and it holds up to the rigors of hunting season. Seven days a week, dirt, mud, wet, dry, did not seem to matter. I wish we would have hunted the snow, but that never happened. Uh, (laughs) The the Pro 940, it is a great waterfowl gun. It can handle whatever you throw at it, and it's what all the big boys shoot. Manny Robertson shoots it. So, like, listen, if it's good enough for him, it's good enough for you. Don't sleep on the Mossbergs. Check them out, mossberg.com and... see them at Cabela's Bass Pro. Put them to your shoulder. Give them a little test run. They're good little guns. We're also brought to you by Alpha Outdoors Specialties. They have got a blind caddy out now, and I cannot wait to run this all season long. I'm going to be extra organized. My trailer's going to be organized with Dive Bomb, and my blind is going to be organized with the blind caddy from Alpha Outdoor Specialties. They also make the Stanfield Stool. No more buckets for me. I'm saving my back this year. It's going to happen uh they can you know if you've got a if you've got some nifty idea that's going to revolutionize the waterfowl world get a hold of them at uh alf outdoor specialties they can do a mock-up of it and away you go we, we got, might be sitting on a million dollar idea you don't even
1: know it and they've got some benches it's got the millennium boat seats on them that we have at the lodge they got two chairs in each one absolutely amazing for your backyard your back porch they're comfortable waterproof jump on them at AlphaOutdoorSpecialties.com. also when you go to Alf Outdoors and you get the Stanfield stool, you get a hunt with them up here. It's what we'll be using on all the blinds this year. And the blind caddy, Andy, is going to wear out. There you go. Last but not least, we're brought to you by Hemp Hill Farms, taking
0: care of all of your CBD needs. You are getting older, let's face it. The Alchies are piling up. Your neck is stiff. Your back is sore. Your knees are aching. Hemp Hill Farms has got a CBD that is out there for you. They've got a great, uh, they got a roll on. I've got something going on with my ankle. I roll that CBD on, pain goes away. It's magic. They've also got a salve that you can, uh, you know, you can rub it on your hands and put it anywhere that you need it. Uh, Makes those ouchies go away. Makes getting older a little bit less sucky. So head over to Hemp Hill Farm. uh, Farm with a PH is what it is. Hemphillfarm.com. And they will ship straight to your door. They've got a lot of good uh, savings for first-time customers And there is also a promo code that you can use for us. BHP will save you some money at checkout, but head over there, whatever you're going to need, take care of the ouchies, and Pill Farms got it for you. All right, this episode of the podcast is just Jeff and I, and this episode is full of useless knowledge, so enjoy it.
1: Boom! And welcome to the Big Hawker Podcast brought to you by Shin Gear. I'm Jeff Stanfield with the world famous Andy Shaver. Yep. Can't wait to wear them bibs next week. It's only going to be in the 70s. I saw that. It, it, one time the high was going to be like 42. Now it's going to no,
0: be like... 70s and I think 60s for the low. So crazy. it's crazy. It's going to be not much cooler than Texas next week. How so. do we
1: drive, or not drive, how do we go 1,500 miles north of here? the temperature not be any colder. Matter of fact, we're going to be in the 60s, I think, here for on, this, on Saturday or Sunday.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at it right here. Oh, I'm, excuse me, I'm sorry. Uh, high 70s, low 40s, or upper 40s, so that's not bad at all. It's They're getting cool. rain this week, so get that shit out of the way before we get to Canada.
1: Well, I'm going to be completely honest with you. If we went up there and the high was 55 or 60 and the low was 40, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, don't want to go up there and be in a blizzard.
0: No, it's fine, but I mean, it's not going to be cold by any stretch of the imagination.
1: Nope. We can't can't
0: wear a a light parka and probably just wear, I mean, that's.
1: It's going to be colder on our second trip to Canada than it is the first one. It's colder. It's colder over there. That would make more sense.
0: It's also a week later.
1: But I mean, it's, but it's, it's a lot cooler there than it is in the plains of Canada.
0: They say the East coast is going to get bombarded this year.
1: Well, they're bombarded with idiots because we saw that on the football game last night. I am so tired of Taylor Swift shit. Tired of it. So you're and going to talk about it more. Yeah, oh, makes but sense. Not, I'm not going to talk a lot about it. But what's amazing is, is I told my mom last night. At first, it was just Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, the whole fucking thing. Really. And then I started looking at Facebook, and everybody was bitching about it. And then it wasn't on there for a long time. So I was wondering if maybe somebody in the league office said, "Well, hold on, America does not want to keep seeing her shit. We want to watch football, not her."
0: I was in and out, so I don't. I didn't really pay. I didn't see a. I didn't see a big. Uh, I didn't see a big swing of Taylor
1: Swift stuff. Well, at the first part was bad. Really? First 15 minutes, all it was. Hmm. Don't give a shit. Do not care. But as soon as, when I, when when I, right before the game started, I told mom, I was like, son of a bitch. If Taylor Swift shows up, it's in New York. That's all we're going to hear about. Sure enough, bam. (laughs) She sold out Jet Life Stadium. She didn't
0: sell it out. They were sold out before. No, they were not. They were not? When Rodgers' injury got, when Rodgers went down with the injury, Ticket sales went to the floor for the Jets. Like nobody, everybody, you know, just nothing. You get tickets for like 50 bucks.
1: But they sold out that game?
0: After she said she was going to be there.
1: I mean, Well, I just don't get the fascination. I just do not get it. I can tell you one thing, though. It's hard to beat the Kansas City Chiefs because there's four guys in the black and white that are also on their team, I think. Sure does seem that way. They're officiating. It's skewed. And we're going to piss all of our Chief fans off. I used to not be a chief hater and I'm not a chief hater now but it sure is hard to pull for the Chiefs because in every big game every big call is going to go their way. Last year in the AFC Championship game, last year in the Super Bowl, and then last night.
0: Did you think that that was defensive holding?
1: No, I didn't either. I th- I thought I thought it was good defense. It was football. Right. They're both trying to get after the deal. The play before that, though, when Mahomes had the long run, number eleven for the uh, Jets got held big time. Oh yeah, he and he raped. held he held his hand up even and yeah, showing officials. Official didn't do shit about it, and right. that's that. I'm tired of that shit with the damn Chiefs. I'm sick of it. They've got a great football team. They got the probably, arguably, the greatest quarterback of all time. I mean, he's right up there with Tom Brady and getting that way. And um, but I, I'm tired of all this. I mean, it's just every fucking game. You know, if it comes down to crunch time, they're going to get everything, and. They are America's team, but I think that everybody's in the boat now. You either love the Chiefs or you want to see them get beat. Right. I don't think there's no feel-good story anymore about Patrick Mahomes.
0: No. No. no.
1: And the Kelsey doing the, the vax commercial and shit, he's, fuck him. Twice vaxed. Yeah, good. Hope he gets eight more of them fucking boosters. Twice. I hope Kate Taylor gets 10 herself. Uh, we, did, we had a Gold Star weekend this weekend. Very successful weekend. Good good kids. It was a great time to be here. We appreciate everybody that sent a donation or sent something here. I can't list everybody because I'm going to leave somebody out. Thank you so much for reaching out and helping. We really do appreciate it. Next year, we are going to do eight kids. It's going to be first responders kids and Gold Star kids. And I'm going to ask for eight people to come here and help hunt with those kids. Eight. Like sponsors? It not, not, doesn't have to be a sponsor. Chaperone. Just a chaperone kind for of. eight kids. So we have eight adults here to help with the mom or the dad or whoever's coming that hunt. We were pretty fortunate. Corey came up and really helped. We had one little girl that hadn't hunted a lot. And she turned out to be the best shot of the whole weekend, I think. Yeah. But we had four four girls and three boys. Well, we actually had four and four because we had another boy that we added on. So we had four and four. So it was a good weekend. Very excited. Glad it, Glad it's. Glad it's behind us now. See we will do we will do the third one next year. We'll do it the first weekend in October. I believe is going to be the dates for it. Um what do you think about I know you probably haven't watched any politics but what do you think about Gavin Newsom putting in a lady from Maryland as the new uh, senator from California. She did check the boxes though. She is black and a lesbian. He was looking for a black transgender lesbian but couldn't find that so he had to just stick and check two of the three boxes and just did black lesbian.
0: Look at this. There's like a magnet right here in, the, in my laptop. Okay. Look at it. It like it'll take it.
1: We're talking about black transgender lesbians and you're playing with a fucking magnet.
0: Well, that's fascinating. I wonder if that I wonder it's if that's le- l- legitimately a magnet to like store stuff. Look at that. To like store stuff to where it doesn't like slip off of your computer? I doubt it. Or if Huh. Is it on this side? It's on this side too.
1: Can we get back to the black lesbian now?
0: Is she from Cal? Like, I don't understand. I don't know. I don't know anything about
1: this. The law is you're supposed to reside in the state you get elected to Congress or, or, or appointed or have to run an election. Hillary Clinton, of course, did not move to New York until John F. Kennedy Jr. supposedly just happened to crash in just a very, uh, a, a, had a plane crash at the right time. Mm-hmm. Well, anyways, they appointed this black lesbian. I guess all the straight people were booked that day. I don't, what's
0: the problem? The pro I don't have, is a, she not from California? Supposedly like she, she not,
1: lives in Maryland and her residency's in Maryland. But now all of a sudden, all of her stuff from Maryland has been scrubbed. Lafonza Butler. Yeah. Her and her wife or husband that's got a vagina, whatever you want to call a lesbian husband. Anyways, they have a daughter. I'm assuming it's an adopted daughter or one of them got knocked up by somebody else. But anyways, they have a daughter and they live in Maryland. Well, how do you live in fucking Maryland and become a Senator from California? Butler well, grew up in Mississippi. I mean, I just I, and it's just the same. Let's let's pick from our inner circle of people, which that's his right. He's the mayor or the governor. That soon, shows you how people... soon to be Democrat
0: nominee nominee for president. One hundred percent. I will. Not be, I'll bet the fucking farm. What? Everybody is switched. Everybody. What do you mean, everybody switched? Every. Just look at what he did last week. We had the Republican debate. He does an interview with Hannity. Uh, so he stole the show at the Republican debate. Um, he's walking back all the stuff that he did, uh, recently as far as, uh, coming in and taking, if if your child identifies as trans and you're not doing anything to help it, he's walked, he's walked a lot of the trans stuff back. Um, yeah, he's going to be the guy.
1: So you're telling me that the democratic party is not going to have any sort of debate or convention or anything, and they're just going to put... Gavin Newsom on the podium.
0: I'm telling you, I don't know how they're going to do it. He's going to be the guy. I don't know how. I don't know if there's going to be, if there is going to be an election, if there's not, if there, or, or a primary, I'm
1: telling you now. A lot of people think Big Mike is going to be the man in charge. I'm telling you now. Okay. It's going to be Newsom. I don't think so.
0: Why, why would he just come out and just switch on everything? Well, I don't know that he switched on that much stuff he switched on one thing and he's out there now why would he go to the Republican debate and do an interview with Hannity right after Republic right after a Republican debate
1: I don't have a clue why would, a Fox News, why, would, why would Fox News even entertain that I don't know him and him and DeSantis are going to have a debate too exactly well the DeSantis ain't going to be the Republican nominee is Newsom running for president? Not yet. Then why are
0: we having a why is he having a debate with DeSantis?
1: Because the governors about the differences between the two states, he says. I'm not deni- I'm, I'm not denying you. that he doesn't want to be president. He will not be the Democratic nominee, I don't think. It's gonna happen. I don't think so. Just get rid of it. I don't think he could win the Democratic primaries if they had the primary. I don't know how they're gonna get by and kick out Robert Kennedy Jr. I really don't know how they're gonna do that and still keep the Northeast like, they've got it on lockdown. I don't think that they've got a chance in the black community. The black community's had enough of the fucking Democratic shit. You know, Snoop Dogg comes out and called all of his dumb motherfuckers, I think was the word he used. Mm-hmm. But he needs to go fry himself with Martha Stewart some more. Used to be a big Snoop Dogg fan, not as much no more. Snoop-a-loop. Snoop's a dumbass.
0: Uh, She was known as a political ally. This doesn't say, yeah, she's... On the Board of Regents at the University of
1: California. She resigned in 2021. You're talking about the uh, the lady that they just appointed senator? Alfonso. Yeah, she lives in Maryland. I think she lives in Baltimore. But did she take like a position? It doesn't matter. You have to live in the state. You require residency in the state that you're a senator from to be elected. Now, she's appointed, so they may have found a loophole on that. Right. It doesn't matter. The Democrats have their own set of rules. We found out out in the last fucking election and everything else we've done. And if you're from California, you should be fucking banned from politics. Kevin McCarthy's no different than fucking Nancy Pelosi.
2: Mm.
1: You know? California the land of fruit and nuts, and they are fucking everything up.
0: It says Mar- residency in Maryland.
1: Yeah, that's where she lives at. I don't know how he got about that. He said he did not want to point someone who's already thrown their hat in the ring to run for that position because he doesn't want to give them a heads up. Now, if she decides she wants to run what she's in there, that's her business, he says. Which makes sense. But, you know, he don't do no- they don't do nothing that's not for their own political gain all the time. And the Republicans are just as fucking bad. Mm-hmm. But, you know, this this stuff with Ukraine is getting so old.
0: I can't find anything.
1: One news news source did a damn uh a uh, interview with people from Ukraine about how they rely on the United States for our money. And if it wasn't for the U S what would they do? And you know what? Fucking move. And I did see where Bill Clinton went broke ranks on the Democrats today and said that they've got to do something about the border. It's killing, it's killing New York city. It's just killing the whole state up there. Well, you ought to fucking live in Laredo, Texas.
0: California's newest senator, this is from the New York Post, so we're going to get a right-wing slant, uh, is, a state, is a resident of the state of Maryland. Okay, LaFonza, Democratic Golden State Governor Gavin Newsom announced Saturday that he will be tapping Emily's List.
1: Are you blind? What? Sunday. Mm-hmm. You said Saturday.
0: Oh. Uh, However, records indicate Butler has spent recent years far from the constituent she will represent for the next 15 months. Uh, Federal Election Commission filing from the end of August for the... Okay, I don't care about any of that. I just want to know what loophole they found. Don't give a shit. Don't give a shit. Butler is a longtime California resident and homeowner. She moved to D.C. when she became president of EMILY's List. Butler has already re-registered to vote in California.
1: Yeah, that she had to scrap all of her Maryland stuff. Right. She lived in Maryland before being scrubbed around the time nuisance announcement. I don't give a shit. It's not like they're going to elect anybody that's got a fucking brain or a them brain. They're all liberal, better for thee me rich people that take advantage of everybody else. We all right. know that shit. But it's just crazy how that works. Mm-hmm. I can't believe he couldn't find a black lesbian in California that lives there to, to do it. Right. It's just, I don't understand these people that have to set up uh, a standard of who they've, like, like Joe, Joe Biden, he had to have Kamala Harris cause he had to have a woman of color.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So women of not color didn't have a chance in the world because their skin tones wrong.
0: They were discriminated against.
1: Yes. Big time. And here he had to have a lesbian. So if you like Dick, you're not going to get elected in California. it sounds like. And I, I just, I don't, I don't understand why you think gay people are smarter. Well, not smarter, just a different different perspective. What what's the perspective? I don't know. Take out sex. Being, being gay. Take sex out of the whole deal. What what the fuck? Did, how does that make you different? I guess everything. I don't know. Never been gay. I don't know how you're different. I mean, I just don't understand why someone's sexuality is a standard for anything. I don't. I don't get it. I, I don't understand for any job why we why well, we got to hire two lesbians. Why? You know, why can't you just hire two women? Or why does it have to be a woman? Why can't you hire the best person for the job? Yeah. She may be a brilliant lady. I don't know nothing about her. I bet she is. I I can tell you right now that going in the room that she's in, it won't be hard to be be one of the smartest people in that room. And I don't know a story about her other than she's gay and she's black, and that was the reason she got put in there. Like I said, she may be a smart, smart, smart lady. But most of those people that are in that room of senators – most of them all come from the same thing. A long line of money in East Coast schools. Yeah. And I'll, I'll bet her background is that she comes from an East Coast school.
0: Probably so. Good for her, though.
1: Feeling just doing right by her constituents. Yeah. she. Well, in California, it wouldn't be hard to do. Yeah. I feel sorry for the good people there. I did see where they had another record loss exodus of people and taxpayers. Right. And they don't care. Anyway, Bill Clinton today come out and said that he thinks basically he he agreed with the Democratic governor of New York and said that Americans' low birth rate requires that the economy be shored up by either immigrants or machines. So he's either for robots or illegals because Americans. What he's trying to say is Americans are too fucking lazy to work. That's that's what I got out of that, and I would agree with him on that. Most Americans are too damn lazy to work, or a big portion of them, especially people under thirty. But he 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 thinks that the New York New York City's right to shelter law must be changed. We need to fix it, Clinton said, and that the law doesn't make any sense. The right to shelter has existed in New York City for over forty years and requires sheltering for the homeless. New York is an asylum city. They come here, and we're supposed to shelter people who can't work can't get work permits for six months. We need to change that, he said, claiming that migrants have a right to begin paving their begin paying their way in American society. They ought to work. They need to begin working, paying taxes, and paying their way. What I don't get about this whole deal is why the fuck do you have to put them up in a $500 a night hotel room? Right. I guess to let them
0: really get a taste of what America's about. Nice hotel rooms. I don't know. Fuck.
1: That's
0: a woman question.
1: No, it, it is a woman question, but but I do, I don't get it when you could. I don't understand why the standard for an illegal immigrant. Now, first of all, most of these people are coming from third world shitholes. Am I right? From what uh, Let's, from what I've seen. Yeah. Okay, you ain't you don't have very many of them coming from mm. Abu Dhabi. No. Well, why would you immigrate if if it was better where you came from? Per, exa- perfect, perfect, perfect point. That's right. These people are coming from places with not running water, a lot of them, no sewer, mm-hmm. but we're supposed to stick them and put them up in the fucking Taj Mahal here. You know, I think that if we're going to give them, I think we need to give them water and we need to give them shelter. We need to give them food, but a fucking tent city would be fine. Our veterans live in fucking tents and shitholes sometimes, you know, build a tent city for them, put them up in tents and stuff, a refugee camp, you know, that, we, we don't have to put them in Manhattan. You know, well, they're getting bused to Manhattan. Texas
0: is bussing them to Manhattan.
1: No, 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 we're busing them to New York City. New York City's taking them to Manhattan and putting them in these nice hotels. Okay, they build a tent city for them. Take an old abandoned airport hangar somewhere and put them in there and stuff. We don't have to put them up at a place that's costing the taxpayers thirty fucking million dollars a day. That's dumb. You know, I don't blame Texas for getting rid of them. We got over, we got more than our share of them. We ain't whining over getting 80 of them a day. We're getting right. two, 3000 a day, mm-hmm. you know, build a freaking tent and stuff. If they don't like it, then they'll go home. No. Yes. No, they won't. How are no. they going to get home? Well, it's been everything that they fucking have to get here. Why did we not have this problem in 2018? Because when they got here, we shipped their asses back home. And we told those okay. places, listen, if you don't take this plane with these immigrants and you don't take them back, we're cutting off all your funding. Okay. We had someone that was for America, and now we got someone that's for everybody but America. Right. But these these democratic places like this and this Mayor Adams in New York City, you know what? Build you a freaking place for them that's a lot cheaper. You can't tell me there ain't some old warehouses in New York somewhere that you can't put in bunk beds and put some water and showers in and put them there.
0: But do you really think it'll be cheaper by the end of the day? By the time the government goes in and builds this from scratch, you really think that that's going to be cheaper than what
1: they're already doing? Of course not. If our soldiers and our military... Can live on eating sea rations and shit like that, so can illegals. I understand, I, I get
0: that, but I'm saying if you're if you're now all of a sudden you want the government to come in and build all of these
1: places, and you think it's going to be any cheaper? I'm not talking about the U S. federal government. I'm talking about the city of New York that's paying for this shit, and the city of Chicago, yeah, but- and the town of Laredo, all these places in Texas, and New Mexico, and Arizona, and California. They've done this for years. Nobody ever said nothing about because they didn't give a shit. Now that's in their back story, back backyard, they don't like it. I'm saying that Mayor Adams in New York City bitches about it and they're spending millions and millions and millions of dollars. You can make this shit a lot cheaper. Rice and beans are not expensive. You know? Well, I disagree. We feed the high school we feed school kids cafeteria food and it don't cost much. How much does it cost to feed a kid at a school lunch and breakfast? I'm just
0: telling you that anytime you get government of any level involved in anything, fucking costs skyrocket.
1: Well, yeah, because they do, do. They everybody's so on the gonna inside You're going to have the deal. exact
0: same thing whenever they make these FEMA camps up.
1: No, you wouldn't. Yeah, you, you could. No, you, I don't you,
0: understand why and all of a sudden they're going to do this and it's going to be
1: financially responsible. If the city of New York, who's bitching and raising hell more about all the money they're out, they can take those people at them high dollar freaking hotels and put them in, an, in, a, in, a, in a National Guard armory or something and feed them a lot cheaper than they're feeding them. Don't give them a card for $3,000 a month at DoorDash and shit. Make them eat cafeteria-style food. The same thing you feed our troops. Same thing you feed our prisoners. You know, if, if if our prisoners are over here, we can feed them a day at cheap. We could also do the immigrants this way, the illegals. There's a way to do it. It's 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 not fair to those people in Manhattan. I don't live in New York. So I don't give two shits. If you live in New York City and you've got all this shit in your neighborhood and you're not out bitching and raising hell, you're a fool. I think a lot of them are. They should be. It's it's ridiculous, but we don't have to put them up in these high dollar places. Right. You know The the the, the old uh, sheriff at Phoenix, I can't remember his name, Arapayo or whatever it was. You know he he put the old mash tents up and put them there. Do the same thing for these people. Hmm. You know if 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 they're coming over here and they're not working and stuff, then put them in that. We don't owe them that. We don't owe anybody anything. For some reason, the whole world thinks the United States has to what needs to be daddy to everybody and we don't need to do that shit anymore well we're daddy to everybody but the people that live here the, the, and that's it's gotten worse for what we're doing for our own people work
0: I, work 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 oh, just what, work your life away give half of your shit away so that we can send it to somebody else but most of uh, where the world's
1: piggyback how many how many per, what's the percentage of people in our country that work now I mean, unemployment's what? No, no, no. I'm not talking about unemployment. I'm talking about percentage of people that actually work. How many people work and pay taxes? Isn't it like 52 to 48% or something?
2: Uh,
0: 57% paid no federal income tax.
1: 43% of the people in our country are paying the bill for almost... So basically, 40% of the people are paying for the other
0: 60%. Well... And that's just because they couldn't figure out how to get out of paying it.
1: All right, I got a I'm gonna school board question you since you're a school board member. I
0: don't know the answer.
1: We have a we have standards that we have to teach at our schools, correct?
0: There are teaks, yes. So okay. the state of Texas sends out every teacher has what they call teaks, and then your lesson plan is built around hitting whatever's inside of it.
1: If you have a teacher that works here, and she does not, and this has nothing to do with us, so I'm not setting you up on a question for anybody within <coughs> right. 500 miles of here. Mm-hmm. If you have a teacher, and she's teaching math, English, science, what is that the common core subjects? Yep. Is that the three of them? Uh, math,
0: science, his, I don't know if history is one of them,
1: but we'll say history. I think there's four. We need history to be there, too, because people need to know it. But anyways, whatever it is, if they don't teach their class, and a percentage of their class fails then that teacher's going to get written up or talked to right uh
0: yeah so they would get put on like kind of like um probation i guess would be the word
1: so if you had a teacher and she taught we're going to use, we'll use math okay a math teacher and 75% of her class was passing 25% was failing okay i personally think that she's not doing her job or him okay I would say 90 to 10. If 10% of the kids aren't passing well, 10% of the kids are just fucking stupid. Right. But but I would say 90 to 10 is a good ratio. As a teacher, you ought to be able to get 90% of your kids to learn. Now, today's classroom, kids have no respect and stuff, so we'll go 15% can flunk, and I'd say the teacher's probably still doing a pretty good job. The city of Baltimore, Maryland, not one kid passed their math in high school. Not one kid. In where? In Baltimore, Maryland. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Not one. Yeah. There there has to be the nerdy one kid in class.
0: No. I mean, like all of Baltimore? All of
1: Baltimore's inner city, municipal, it's consolidated school districts. Those schools are failing, Jeff. The ghetto schools. Call them what it is. They're they're failing. But not one kid. There's got to be one smart kid in class. Has to be. Is a smart kid just not even going to school no more because of all the gangbangers and shit? I mean,
0: probably yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure most of the smart kids oh. have figured out a way to go to a charter school.
1: Okay, cut off fucking Baltimore schools from federal funding just like we did. We should do Ukraine. That's no, terrible. That's not that. If anything, you need to throw more money at the problem. How? If the kids ain't willing to, I mean, we're talking not one kid. Right. I don't even know how that. That's like Obama getting 100 of the ghetto votes in Cleveland when he ran that second time. There ain't no way. Students at 40% of Baltimore's, 40%, Jeff. I saw a deal stat yesterday said zero in one class, not one kid. You're throwing in the good high schools now, I guess, with the shitty schools. I, I mean,
0: or, or you're, this one says no student was proficient in math in 24, 23 Baltimore schools. This one says, so yeah, so basically this one. That one accounted, the one that 40% counted all the good schools too. Well, I guess so, but that was September. This was a day ago. This is more recent. That one up there was from February.
1: Okay, look at the one down below that said 13. You were on it just now. Okay, 13. 13 Baltimore City High Schools. Zero students tested proficient on 2023 math.
0: I think you would have the opposite effect here. If you took funding away from these schools, they would turn in, it, it would be
1: bad. But what are we teaching the kids at school?
0: <clears throat> Obviously, you're not teaching them anything. Okay, but
1: that I, I'm not putting the blame on the on the teachers here, because not one kid. You don't think the teachers are doing their job? I'm not telling you. That, I'm not saying those teachers aren't in an uphill battle there, because they are. They got a shitty deal they got to deal with. You saw that movie with Michelle Pfeiffer? I'm sure that's what it's like every fucking. I watched day. The Wire, and it's. Have you hadn't seen The Wire? Have you? No, but did you see that Dangerous Minds with Michelle Pfeiffer? It's The Wire is the same way. It just it's just the I shit mean, how, that kids go through. And the wire, a, a cop lost his job as a cop and he became become a teacher at this school. And that right. was how they spun it into it. But you see those kids and you feel sorry for, because there's some, they're the good kids I feel so sorry for, but there's the disrespect and trying to teach there with all that shit. Let's see if I can find this video. And they don't want their teachers to carry guns. I'm telling you right now, those teachers need to carry guns to protect themselves. Um, I, I don't know. I think, I don't know. Look up Fort Worth Dumb. I mean, Baltimore Dunbar Dunbar High School. Fort Worth Dunbar. No, Baltimore Dunbar. Look up Baltimore Dunbar High School and look and see what their uh, ratings is for education. I bet it's bottom. And the reason I know Baltimore Dunbar that used to be a big time mecca for high school basketball, so I'm assuming it's an inner city school. Uh, I don't know.
0: Is Ranked thirteenth within the District of Columbia, students have. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, they're top fifteen, so that sounds good.
1: Well, if there's thirteen schools and you're number thirteen, it's not so good.
0: Okay, uh, Paul Dun, Paul Lawrence Dunbar High ranks worse than seventy one percent of high schools in. I don't know if it's Maryland or U.S. Doesn't say.
1: We're, we're taking the majority of our children now because these inner city schools have got all the kids. Yep.
0: Or a uh, well, big portion of them.
1: That's going away. What do you mean?
0: I think a lot of, uh, I think a lot of people in these inner schools that can leave are leaving,
1: but the people that are staying there are having multiple babies and they're not leaving. You right. take one of those big housing deals like Cabrini green, or one of those big ones, and they're full. Thousands and thousands of people live there, and those people aren't moving. They're not going nowhere. They just – they their, their kids get out, and their kids get them an apartment, and they start having babies, and it's three, four, five generations of this stuff. So those schools are still going to be here, but we're spending all this money and all these kids, and we're not getting nothing out of it. We're not setting no futures up for anybody. They're not an asset to our country. Somebody walked in. I'm assuming so. All oh, he's getting all excited over there, but it's it, it's and it's just a continue and it's going down that train. It's going down that track that's never going to change. And I don't even know when this started. Uh, I'm sure 1964.
0: Yeah, right around there. Just whenever the government got in subsidizing single motherhood, that's when it all started. It all goes back to that, Jeff.
1: Yeah, Mr. LBJ. You know, that, it's interesting in history, if John F. Kennedy would not have been assassinated, uh-huh. would we have passed some of this stuff that LBJ passed? I Was they going to be trying to buy votes? Because let's be honest, voter fraud ain't nothing new, because John F. Kennedy might not have been president if we'd had a fair election. Right. There was... You know, I think he won Texas and it was pretty, pretty, uh, it, there's just a lot of rumors about some counties out in Duval County and stuff that some voting boxes changed the election. There was voter fraud
0: here. So little, uh, local history. In Knox County. Yeah. Um, 1976, <clears throat> there's a small town called O'Brien. Uh, 1976. The the town of Knox City, the school was a quarter million dollars in debt, which you can adjust that for the rate of inflation and million bucks, about a million dollars. So the small town of O'Brien has 150 people at the time, probably, and they were at a time where they did not have many students. So O'Brien approaches Knox City and says, "Hey, uh, we'll pay your debt. We'll get you back to zero. You, in turn, will." Educate the children. You'll bring. You'll have a campus in O'Brien. So, when this happened, I don't know originally what happened, but when I went to school, junior high five through
1: eight was in O'Brien. Okay. So fast forward to today. Your mom went to school there same way. So yeah,
0: but I, for a while there, I think it might fourth might have gone over there for a little bit. So anyway, I don't I don't know how it was set up in 1976. <clears throat> anyway, uh, however many years how many many years ago that was forty something. Uh, there are, our population has declined, and it did not make sense for Knox City to have uh, a school over there anymore. We were utilizing four classrooms uh, out of however many are over there. I think there's like 10 over there. We're utilizing four of them. So we brought everybody back over to Knox City. We've closed the campus in O'Brien. Well, uh, in our research, we have found out, we have since found out that um, the community was split on the issue. Pretty much 50-50. I think it passed like 220 to 196 or something. It was a close vote.
1: There was a lot of voters too back then because that was big 90% of your voting base probably.
0: But anyway, there were a lot of people that could not vote in that. They went to one place and they said you're in the wrong precinct. So they, they turned potential voters away from the issue. So there was... You know, then that, I, th- I even think it got tied up in litigation
1: somehow. So you think there was a consorted effort?
0: No, 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 no. I just mean that people dropped the ball and there was, uh, uh, for a long time, it was thought that there was voter fraud, which i am sh- that's not the term that they use, but some fugazi shit going on at the local level 40 some years ago. So, so voter, you know, people not being able to vote or or whatever, you want to call it voter fraud, that's fine. It's not new. look at the 2000 election.
1: No no no, it's not even close to being new. uh the only reason Donald Trump won in 2016 is Democrats didn't think he had a chance in hell and they didn't have a chance to to cheat um but John F. Kennedy won Texas on a pretty narrow margin if I believe, if I'm right, and they think there was some voter fraud because lBJ who was the vice president was a senator from Texas and he was speaker of the, he was the Senate majority Leader. Pretty powerful man. But I mean, the Democrats complained of voter fraud in twenty sixteen. No, no, I know they did. But because they didn't cheat enough. Right. Yeah, no, they didn't call it voter fraud. They called it Russian interference. Right. Which was we found out it's all a lie that Obama okayed and signed off on. It was all a bunch of shit. But we've had voter fraud for a long time. I think Louisiana also, has been a cesspool for voter fraud forever. Yeah, you know, since George Washington was here. I think that uh, if you look on the Kennedy deal too, I think Illinois was another big place that they did some Fugazi shit. Anyways, they got him elected on 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 some. He he won by pretty narrow margin, and some pretty questionable uh, tactics were taking place. Right, it was harder to cheat in 1960 than it is today. I disagree. Oh, I don't. Because of computers, they can hack computers and shit? No, I think it was way...
0: Ballot stuffing? Fuck, that's all you gotta do. Just get the ballot, stuff the boxes, and walk away. Where? Anywhere. You think it was
1: easier then or
0: now? Yeah, there wasn't a paper trail. I mean, now with all the technology that we got, like, it's easier to track it now. I think it's easier to cheat now because of using computers to count votes. I think it's probably more effective. I think you can be a more effective cheater if you want to be that way, but... The paper trail, I mean, it just, it, it ended. Like, there was no, there was no, there were no cameras set up back then. I think it was way easier to cheat. Now, you might not have gotten the major swings that you
1: see now, but I think as far as like just cheating, it was way easier back then. there's a lot of things easier to do because the technology was slower, but I think there's more people had a moral compass back then than they do now. Right. So here is about before midnight NBC didn't call a
0: race until 7 a.m. Uh, too close to call Chaos. Um, I think it's oh this is just a drama behind the Kennedy election. Uh, um, I might be
1: scrolling too fast but popular. Less than a half of 1%, or less, less than two, two-tenths two of 1%. Illinois, where Kennedy won by 9,000 votes, and where in Texas, Kennedy won by 46,000. Both states had some pretty figazi shit going on at the time. Right. I heard when I was a kid that, 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 you know, that would have been like 10 years after Kennedy was killed. People still talked about it a lot, about some shit that happened. I can't imagine growing up when I actually thought that both parties had my best interest in mind. Because it's been a long time since I think the Democratic Democrats had any kind of best interest of me in mind. And now I don't think the Republicans have many, so I don't think either one of them do. Mm. And I don't think we'll ever see in my lifetime an actual third party. Well, there's never been a third party. I, and I don't think in my lifetime it's going to happen either. Oh, I, I think know. there was a third it? party. I think when the country start, first started, there was three or four parties. Well, yeah. I mean, But in the last hundred years, it's been a two party system and I don't think it'll change at all.
0: Well, no, because they both get, <laughs> listen, if there's one thing that, that the two can agree on, it's keep out competition. And they're good at that. Like, I mean, if there's one thing that everybody will rally around, it's, we definitely don't need a third party. No. Or fourth or fifth. But yeah, way back in the day, um, I'll look up at the, uh,
1: Washington election. You and George Washington? Yeah. I can't imagine anybody thought that they would beat him. Why? I just, I mean, the father of the country, he was the general. I mean, he was, a. Uh... The only thing that ever got him was them fuckers cutting him to death.
0: I did get him. His teeth were not made out of wood, either. Come to find out. What were they made out of? Horse teeth and slaves. Huh? Yeah. I'll show you his dentures here in a minute. so you're, so his teeth were horse teeth, and he had lead in them. I guess however they put them together, I guess they used lead to they
1: probably did to mold everything Yes, that's interesting. Jeff, full of useless knowledge. Those people back then drank so much sweet tea and stuff that their teeth were rotted out like the English are today. Uh, he was an independent. Uh,
0: Candidates were Federalist Anti-Federalist
1: Or Cosmopolitan That's what they called them That's what the Federalists were Cosmopolitans So it's basically a two-party system I don't think the Republican Party came in until slavery Right
0: Oh, so it was a two-party system back then. Federalist and anti-federalist. Boy, that was a fucking
1: landslide.
0: 90,
1: 90% to... 40,000 people voted in that. See, so yeah, 43,000. Yep. Anyway.
0: Well, I guess it was because th- he was an independent. He had federalist, anti-federalist, and George Washington was
1: an independent.
0: Now, let's go to his dentures.
1: Poor guy had a fucking... Never had any kids. Well, He married well, though. Look at those fucking chompers over there. He was a high stepper. Look at those. Made with...
0: I'll be a damn... I'd always heard they were made out of wood.
1: But, like, they basically just pieced it together. Could you imagine getting your teeth pulled out in nineteen or 1790-something? Oof. Yeah,
0: so right here
1: contained no wood
0: and often would be made out of teeth extracts from enslaved people. Ooh. As well as other materials such as hippopotamus, ivory, brass, and gold. Had metal fasteners, springs to force them open, as well as bolts to keep them
1: together.
2: Mm. He
1: was well, just gumming it. No wonder them some bitches were skinny. That
0: might have been why he didn't have any kids. Could you imagine trying to pick up a wife with a fucking grill like that?
1: <laughs>
2: it
0: wasn't because he didn't want to reproduce; it's because he couldn't. A horse is a horse, of course, of course. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a new uh, There's a new Napoleon show coming out. I want to watch with, uh, and that's why he didn't smile right there. Probably didn't have men. Uh, Napoleon, there's a new Napoleon show coming out. Joaquin Phoenix plays Napoleon. I want to watch that.
1: Is it a series or just a movie?
0: Just a movie. That would probably be really a good movie, though. Oh yeah, it's going to be fantastic. You can still buy the the cologne that Napoleon wears. Still making it today. Do what? Yeah, yeah. You can,
1: you can still buy it. What's it called? I'll find it. Uh, I, I bet it's uh, it got a heavy scent of vanilla in it. Uh alone. Yeah, there it is. 44711. Right there. It's what he wore. $17 on Amazon. Yep. Still I like to it. buy weird shit, but I'm not I'm gonna probably skip on this one. It's a good price. Yeah, that's what makes me think it's probably not very fucking good. Lemon, bergamot,
0: never heard of it, and orange. Middle notes of lavender and rosemary. I would have figured it had vanilla in if it was back in the day like He that. would write his wife, and when he was on these, um, uh, what do they call them? Fighting. Battles. Yeah, whatever. Uh, campaign. 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 Uh, he would write her and say, listen, I'm going to be home at such and such date. Do not bathe. I want to take in your aroma. Oof. Loved. Loved the natural scent of his wife. Oof. mm so,
2: <laughs>
0: oh boy was a freak. 5'6 is what he stood. A little taller than what I was expecting. I thought he ev- was like 5'2. Yeah, because everybody says you got a Napoleon complex. Well, 5'6, that's four inches shorter than me.
1: I figured he was a little guy. Real little guy. I don't think he was very... I think he's probably a big weight 130 pounds, maybe. Like a fucking jockey. But, I mean, I, you know, that's what I'm saying. Was he a brave man? I don't know anything
0: about him other than the cologne he wears and what he used to tell his wife. He liked stinky women, and he liked
1: cologne. Physical. I want physical stats. I don't want descriptions. His face is more oval than
0: round. Good for him. Five foot six inches tall. Give me
1: a weight. Give me a weight. His neck was short, and his shoulders were broad. At, look up there and say was Napoleon brave? I, I'd like to know if he was a fighter or one of these guys that just. You know what I'm talking about. It was really a tough guy with everybody else doing the fighting. 90 kilograms. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Didn't he die of syphilis or something?
0: That I don't know. 169 pounds. So he was a hefty little fella. For yeah, I think only... he
1: died of gonorrhea or something, maybe. Somebody will know. Hate to ruin the movie for ah, you. God dang it.
0: I don't know why it's doing this. There it is. Stop breathing.
1: Stomach, Stomach ulcer. ulcer. Stomach cancer.
0: Bleeding gastric ulcers and a huge dose of... Whatever the hell that is. Calomel, a uh, compound containing mercury that was oh. used for medicine back in the
1: day. Yeah, mercury killed his ass.
0: Did you know, I saw this, um, modern medicine is like the third leading cause of death. M- Doctors
1: kill more people than guns do a year. Right.
0: Well, and a large portion of people die from uh, misread prescriptions because their handwriting is so terrible. No, I can believe that. Okay, let's see. Did Napoleon fight in battle? He fought more than 80 battles, losing only 11, mostly
1: towards the end of the French. Yeah, but that's not saying if he fought. His his army did. He was wounded at the Battle of the Nations. Go, go on down there. By a bullet? How far? That right there. Click on that the, one. It says, did Napoleon fight any of the battles? I just said he did. He planned.
0: As far as leading by personal example, I would say no, although Napoleon was certainly
1: present. Well, I'm going to tell you, when you watch those, in, in their movies, of course, but like Braveheart and stuff. Yeah. What, in the Civil War, what a vicious way to go. You would be better off dying there than going back to the medical tent. Yeah, like on the Civil War, when you see them, they're they're sawing them guys' arms off or legs off and shit. They've been shot by cannonballs and stuff. Like, yeah, fuck. You're way better off just mm. dying. I, I I would be curious to know what the different how, what the percentages of of soldiers who died in the Civil War, in the Revolutionary War, War of eighteen twelve, World War One from infections compared to the actual what the bullets done to them. Because you know in World War II that we we, we lost lots and lots and lots of people in Vietnam, but I think most of them was going to be done from the actual wound and not from the infections I got. Right. Like when you watch these movies now with these trench warfare, World War I, oh, Man. Two thirds of approximate of the approximate
0: six hundred and sixty thousand deaths of soldiers were caused by infection, so only one third actually died on the battlefield. That was in the, the Civil, Civil War. War. Yeah,
1: yep. uh, that that doesn't surprise me at all. And I'm going to bet you that probably World War One is probably pretty close to that. Right. The um another
0: thing that I saw recently um in World War Two the Viet oh, it's okay. Uh-oh. Well, I'll save this cuz it's very interesting. We'll be right back. Anyway, they would um they would take prisoners of war and they would take a piece of bamboo and they would plant it underneath. They plant it in the ground and then they would uh they would handcuff and shackle these prisoners of war laying them on the ground, and then the bamboo would grow
1: through them and kill them. Now, this is Vietnam? Yep. I know that they used the bamboo, so they would shackle them? They'd, they'd basically
0: lay you on the ground, and that's where you were. Couldn't get away. They'd lay you on the ground, and then there would be a piece of bamboo, and over the course of like three days, it would grow through you. Because, because they grow fast. Bamboo grows so fast, and it would just... No rip, shit. Right through you. Mm. How would you like that to be the way that you go? God Almighty, feel I, feel a little, and they would cut it in a manner that, like, it would it would be like a a sword tip, like a, a a knife tip, basically. Plan it, and
1: then it would just right through you in about three days. With some vicious people, and then what's crazy is, is the people over there, they're like, well, you need to be open minded. Them fuckers, what they done to us was horrible. Well, now we shouldn't have been over there. Well, we we were. I'm not saying we didn't do the same thing either. We just tried to kill you instantly.
0: No, well, I, I mean, you got the rape of Nanking where you had a bunch of uh, soldiers found a village that had no fighting age men, a bunch of elders, women, and children, and then they went there, and uh, you can let
1: your imagination we, run we, we're, we're not on, innocent. On what I, I agree with you on that. But it's like the people that get upset, especially during World War II, because they put the Japanese in these confinement camps or what I can't remember what they're Internment. Internment camps. And they would, you know, it's a terrible thing to do. Well, you know what? Maybe we need more of that attitude sometimes around some things. We wouldn't have so many problems. We haven't had trouble with the Japanese since then, have we? No. No, we haven't had any problems with the Japanese since them days. And actually, they're a clean, beautiful country now. That, that that I mean that don't surprise me. There's a lot of things they did with those with the bamboo and they would put uh like monkey shit on them and stuff where it would be nasty and it'd get in you and they'd cut you and you'd get sick of stuff. Mm-hmm. Fed alive to ants. Nasty stuff over there. The
0: trenches, they had trenches and stuff, you know, trench wharf or um tunnels basically. They'd put uh, all sorts of booby traps.
1: Yeah, we had a guy that worked here that was an electrician that lived in Knox City for a long time, and he was a—they called them uh, bunker rats, right—and would go in and these bunkers. You know what I'd be scared to death of? Instead, in, in hunting or fighting over in Vietnam, as much as I was worried about Charlie coming out and shooting at me, fucking snakes. Well, they'd put snakes in these tunnels. Oh, they're they scared to they shoot me anyways.
0: The, the Viet Cong wouldn't. You'd be you'd be crawling along, and then there'd be a cobra, which you know I mean you have to crawl basically
1: you then need to, Sam Kennison taught us all about that if you'd been my age, oh, you knew Sam Kinnison is, yeah, he's the guy that screamed on stage all the time. Have you ever seen his deal when he talks about Charlie? Uh, I don't think so. Look, go to YouTube and go up Sam Kinnison back to school.
2: I mean, I hold history very sacred, sacred, the way the farmer looks at the earth and he holds it sacred the way. A Christian takes the Bible and he holds it sacred the way a lot of people hold their marriage sacred so I feel about it So why don't we dive right in by interpreting one of the easiest events in the last 20 years of American history Now can someone tell me why in 1975 we pulled our troops out of Vietnam? The failure of Vietnamization to win popular support caused an ongoing erosion of confidence in the various American but illegal Saigon regimes uh-oh is she right because <laughs> i know that's the popular version of what went on there i know a lot of people like to believe that i wish i could but i was there i wasn't here in a classroom hoping i was right thinking about it i was up to my knees in rice paddies with guns and then we're going up against charlie slugging it out with him while pussies like you we're back here partying putting headbands on doing drugs Listen to the goddamn Beatle
1: album! Oh <laughs> ah, no! Ah, hey, 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 Professor, take it easy, will you? I mean, these kids, they were in grade school at the time. And me, I'm not a fighter, I'm a lover. <laughs> oh, Mr. Helper, man. Well,
2: <laughs> oh, I didn't know you wanted to get involved with the discussion, Mr. Helper. <laughs> but since you want to help, maybe you can help me, okay? You remember that thing we had about 30 years ago called that Korean conflict?
1: Why did Rodney Dangerfield have to go back to school on this? He was a rich uh, a rich deal, and he found his wife was banging the, the butler or some shit, and he said, fuck it, I want to go back to school and have some fun. So he went back to college. Oh, oh this is college, not high school. No, okay. it's, it's college.
2: Yeah, and where we failed to achieve victory. How come we didn't cross the 38th parallel and push those rice-eaters back to the Great Wall of China and take the Berkman's brick, brick and nuke them back into the fucking Age River? How come? Tell me! Why? Say it! Say it!
1: All right, I'll say it. Cause Truman was too much of a pussy-wimp to let McCarthy go in
2: there and blow out those coming bastards! Good answer. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> like the way you think. <laughs> I'm going to be watching you.
1: <laughs> a good teacher. He really seems to care about what I have no idea. That was a great... Roddy Dangerfield was so fucking funny. Yeah. Him and Caddyshack was so good. There were some good movies back then. Anyways, that, that's a really... Uh, back to school. He... he. Uh, I can't remember the whole story. He's a rich guy. And, oh, yeah. He made his money doing tall and fat chef. What do you mean? I think that was it. Or is it easy money? One of the shows he does, he has big and fat stores.
0: Rodney Dangerfield does. Yeah.
1: And I can't remember which, which movie it was. I'm getting them both confused, but anyways, and that deal, he goes back to school and he, he, he basically his son's a kind of a, a nerdy fucker and he's, he wants to be on the dive team. He's not on the dive team. And he taught him how to do the triple indie. He used to, at Coney Island was one of the divers, and he made money in business stuff. But he he was an interesting guy. It, it was a funny show. I mean, it was guy 55 years old goes back to college and throwing big parties all the time and throwing money in there and getting Van Halen to come play. And Did
0: you ever hear Kennison talk about uh, world hunger?
1: I, I don't well, know if I did or help. not.
2: Well, like I said, I'm just trying to help I'm trying to – just do whatever I can for people. Like the world hunger thing, the USA for Africa. That's, isn't that great? You guys hear the song? Nice song, isn't it? Beautiful. I'm, a, I'm like anybody else on the planet. I'm very moved by world hunger. I see the same commercials. Those little kids starving and very depressed. And, uh, you know, I watch these things on TV, and I see those commercials. And I look at it, and I go, God, how cruel, you know? To see the little kid out there, and I go, fuck. You know, I know the uh, the film crew could give this kid a sandwich. <laughs> not out there, uh, you know, filming a letter from home with a Betamax, huh? You know, there's a director five feet away going, Don't feed him yet! <laughs> <laughs> Get that sandwich out of here! It doesn't work unless he looks hungry! <laughs> but I'm not trying to make fun of world hunger. Matter of fact, I think I have the answer. Because I spent a lot of time working it out. And uh, if you want to stop world hunger, stop sending them food. Don't send these people another bite, folks. You want to send them something? You want to help? Send them U-Hauls. Send them U-Hauls, some luggage, and send them a guy out there that goes, Hey, you know, we've been driving out here every day with your food for like the last, uh, I don't know, 30, 40 years. And we were driving out here a day across the desert, and it occurred to us there wouldn't be world hunger if you people would live where the food is! <laughs> you live in a desert! understand that? You live in a fucking desert! Nothing grows out here! Nothing's good. It's just sand. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's sand. You know it's gonna be a hundred years from now, huh? It's gonna be sand fucking desert. Get your kids, get your shit. we'll make one trip. We'll take you where the food is. We'll make one trip. We have deserts in America. We just don't live in them. God's got a point there. Yeah. Well, then you'd have more immigration, So, H-
1: Have you seen uh... You know what, though? People that are hungry like that, they want to come over here and go to work.
0: Uh, I mean, until they figure out they don't have to.
1: And that's our problem. We've made it way too easy. Have you ever seen uh, George Carlin? I've seen George Carlin in person. Me and Mom sit on the front row, and I'll never forget this. He Started making fun of Jesus. Mm-hmm. I was uncomfortable, and I wanted to leave. But I did not have the balls to get up and leave from the front row and walk out. No, I wouldn't have either. Because he pulled the old "if I'm if, if there is God, please strike me with lightning right now." Proving to us there was no God. He's in his thoughts because he didn't strike the stage. I thought it oh, was shit. Right? Was anything else funny, or would do you? He just... he was absolutely spot on on so many things he talked about. When he talks about big politics and big pharma and stuff, everything he talked about just he's kind of like Alex Jones. Right? As time passes by, just and took, stuff he was
0: he was ahead of his time, way 20 years way, ahead of his time, way ahead,
1: probably thirty years ahead of his time. Right. Because we saw him in nineteen ninety seven, ninety eight, ninety nine in Vegas. We saw him, Jackie Mason, Don Rickles, and somebody else. Was Rickles any funny? Uh, I had food poisoning, and I could not. I had to get did not oh. get to go. That was the day of the Super Bowl with Green Bay and Denver. Right. And I've never. I've always been mad at myself for not getting to go to that. Don Rickles was great. I mean, you watch him on. So it makes fun of people in there.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find any short clip of him, but of who.
1: Carlin. Carlin's
0: great. Most of them are pretty long.
1: Yeah. And he he I liked I liked George Carlin when I did Rodney Carrington.
0: Right. Did you did you see what, speaking of comedians, did you see what Bill
1: Maher told DeSantis? No. Oh my God. I'll I'll pull it up. Um I'm about twenty eighty on Bill Maher's. I'm not usually a big fan of his. But twenty percent of the time he says shit I really agree with though. He fucking roast.
0: Uh roast DeSantis right to
1: his face. If I can find it. If I can't find it, I can... He's just... got the Jim Rome complex, though. Does he? Yeah, Jim All them guys talk... Like like Skip Bayless, he talks about them players and shit. When them players ever bitch slaps his ass, He, he watch what he say about them. Right. Because I wanted to see Republicans win key races. And I that's, think it's important... That's not now. a
0: deal-breaker issue for you? That's not democracy? Well,
1: okay, well, let's go back to 2016. Uh, your friends in Hollywood were cutting ads telling the Electoral College to, to vote against Trump in, in the Electoral College because it was stolen. They said Russia stole the election. For years they said that. So don't act like this is like okay, a unique well, thing in modern history of the country. First...
0: Oh, that was I had that backwards. Ron DeSantis destroys Bill Maher. Well,
1: good for Ron DeSantis, and I'm not a big DeSantis guy.
0: Uh, what the hell? Here it is. Okay, why run
1: against Trump? You're trying to thread this needle that will never happen. Well, we, for well, a couple of you, reasons. You, why. Can't, you can't disavow what? him because you, that's the base. And yet you're running against him. And that's why, I mean, let's face it, Ron. If this if campaign was going well, you wouldn't be on this show. <laughs> <laughs> He's right, too. Desantis <laughs> didn't. So, <laughs> so. He's right. <clears throat> it's a waste of money. Yeah. Chris Christie, every one of those people's wasting money. Yeah. Let's face it. If your campaign was going well, you wouldn't be here. Who, who do you think is going to be the running mate for Trump?
0: I I still think it's going to be Kennedy cuz I think that, God, Kennedy, I, wish that would happen. I, I I think Kennedy's going to get screwed and I think Kennedy is going to be Kennedy's already said he's for sure going to go third party. I just hope that the relationship that Kennedy and Trump have because they do have a relationship, I hope that they can
1: come together and pull this thing off trump kennedy will end up being president if trump gets elected because he would get it the next turn. right because let's face it if we didn't have the covid shit covid gave them every excuse they had for the mail-in ballots and all that shit to beat trump and to cheat if if we wouldn't have that i, I think trump would be president still gas would be a buck 50 a gallon right now we'd be in energy independent we wouldn't have all this other bullshit taylor swift wouldn't be dating kelsey do you see what he said about that uh uh-uh. uh. He said he made a comment about it. He goes, Oh, good for them then. And they said, Well, do you think we'll be together a long time? Not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Does Belichick get fired at the end of the year or is he, he retired? Not, not fired, but forced out. I don't know who you're gonna get in there any better. Mac Jones is terrible. He caught he was a terrible coaching job yesterday. I thought Arizona showed everybody how to play Dallas. You gotta run right at him. Micah's hurt now. Yep. And uh I think people showed you how to beat the Chiefs too. I think the Jets showed you Blitz. You got to blitz every fucking play. You're going to blitz them, and 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 that's what I would say about the Cowboys too. Blitz his ass. Make Dak Prescott make a bad decision because Mahomes made a lot of bad decisions yesterday. He did. He He should have had another turnover. Yes, Mosley, Mosley right in the hands. Yeah, and that would have been when Kansas City kicked that one deal. But right, I, I think Cincinnati's done for the year. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I don't know if that calf.
0: But their line's terrible. I don't know if it's that. I don't know if it's the time that he missed from training camp, but it is not looking like a good investment on
1: Cincinnati's part. If I had to rank the NFL teams right now, today, and every week it changes because after week two, the Cowboys look like the world beaters. Then after week three, it looked like Miami was world beaters. Yeah. The team that's just consistently plugging along is the San Francisco 49ers. We're going to see this. We're going to see Sunday night. Yes. And I think, well, we won't get to see it. Well, the world. The world is going to see it. And um, I think that right now, if I was ranking the NFL teams, I would put San Francisco one, I'd put Philadelphia two, and I would probably have Buffalo three, and I think Detroit's four and Dallas five. Mm. I'm not sold on any other AFC teams. I'm not sold on the Lions just yet.
0: They look good. I'm not, I'm not taking anything away I, I think
1: Buffalo's a lot better than the Chiefs are.
0: They'll play. I don't
1: They're, know what week. You know, but and Buffalo's fixing to get Vaughn Miller back, aren't they? Or is he playing now? Uh, I don't know. I think he's still out right now. But I think San Francisco and Philadelphia are the two best teams in the NFL. December tenth at Arrowhead. Yeah, I think Buffalo's. I think Buffalo's a lot better football team. Right. I mean, they they, they, they just they've got good receivers. <clears throat> they've got a good defense. Kansas City's really good defensively. Zach Wilson is absolutely horrible, but he played really good in the second half. But he got some time.
0: I think he's starting to learn, like, because they, they've they always said that West Coast offense, it's more timing and putting the ball in a spot. Hit hit your drop back and then put the ball here. And he started doing that in the second half. Like, and with that, some of the back shoulder phase and just some of the timing routes that he did. So maybe he's grasping it. I don't know.
1: And And they played a good chief defense mm-hmm. and should have won the game last night. I really thought they should win. Or at least should have had a chance to tie it up to go to overtime. Right. And and there's no – I mean, he was terrible a lot of the night. The Chiefs might have shut him down. It was a very good football game. The better team won. Yeah. But the Jets played a really good game and had an opportunity to win that game. And there were a lot of missed
0: opportunities. A couple yeah. of guys dropped the ball. Yes. Zach Wilson made a, a kind of – he didn't hit the spot. Like, he, he, he that guy was wide open in the end zone. Couldn't – so – I'm not Yeah, the better team definitely won, but it was a better game than what I was expecting. Cause if the third quarter would have been like the first half was, I was ready to turn it off.
1: I think Mac Jones is about done. I think Bailey Zappi probably is going to end up being their starter from here going on out. I I, I thought Bailey Zappi had a good chance to win. He played a lot better last year than Mac Jones did. Right. Mac Jones is horrible. I mean, absolutely horrible. Um, Maybe as bad as Justin Fields, except Justin Fields can run. Justin Fields had a good fantasy game. That's problem with Justin Fields. Justin Fields is a really good fantasy quarterback because he runs, right. but he's a terrible quarterback. Uh, I always rip on him, so I'm going to give him some props today, is Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson's really looked good this year. Yeah. He's done a really, really good job, and I've ripped on him and said he's not a Super Bowl quarterback. I don't think he's a Super Bowl quarterback now to this day, but the Ravens are really good, and I think Baltimore's going to end up winning that division. Right. It might. I really do. Cleveland without Deshaun Watson. And
0: Lamar, I just saw this. Lamar Jackson is missing his all-pro left tackle and lost his right tackle midway through the game.
1: Yeah, Ronnie Stanley hasn't played none this year. I don't think or hasn't played much at all. But they've got a, a, but that's what makes the NFL so good. You know, you thought Miami was just, you know, going to just beat the piss out of everybody. Right. And they got their Baltimore, or Buffalo just beat their ass. Yeah. Handed it to them. And Dallas was really good, and Arizona beat them. So in the NFL, you never get to know what's going to happen. We were down to almost four teams left in the survival pool because like six or seven people took Kansas City. And I took the Eagles, and that was – That was not a gimme game. Either. The Redskins have improved a lot. They really had. Sam Howell was terrible the week before. Last week, he played pretty good still. Philly's got such a good team, and they can run the ball. Yeah. that That's why I'm not and, – and everybody knows I, I'm not a big Cowboy fan, but I have a lot of respect for the Cowboys. The Cowboys got a very, very talented roster. But their weakness is the strengths of Philadelphia and San Francisco as they both can run the ball. Mm-hmm. And Dallas is not very good against the run. Bet you wish you would have taken Christian McCaffrey now. Every freaking 53-point day that he had like yesterday, pain led me astray. Get Austin Eckler. Oh, yeah, get Austin. Get Austin. You need NFL, Austin Eckler. Yeah, bullshit on that deal. <laughs> it's costing me. It's cost me getting a chance to play in the money for this year in both yep. of my fantasy gonna teams. Miss,
0: you're going to miss me playing.
1: Yeah, you got a, you got two good teams, So, uh,
0: 53, 22, 28, 26, and 37. Christian McCaffrey's points. What are they
1: now? 53, 22, 26, and 37. Steady as a rock. What a team, though, too. And you know what's crazy? Debo didn't even get a catch in that game. Really? Yep. But they won, and yep. that's what counts. And Brock Purdy, is he the most underrated quarterback we've had in a long time? Uh, n- You're still not um, sold on him? No. He hasn't played anybody yet. But he just puts numbers up every time he plays. Yeah, but it's the NFL. Every team's playing the same way.
0: I think his his schedule is going to get a lot harder. He played Pittsburgh, the Rams, the Giants, and the Cardinals. The Rams are good. Cardinals beat Dallas. Okay, look at Dallas. Who's Dallas played? But hold on. So next game Dallas, and he plays Cleveland, then Minnesota, Cincinnati, by Jacksonville, Tampa Bay, Seattle, Philly. We'll
1: we'll see what we'll see what Purdy has this week, but against the Dallas defense. Okay, I agree with you on that. But let's let's look at Dallas's teams. They've played. Dallas has played the Giants and the Jets, two of the worst offenses in football.
0: Mm-hmm. Then they played, played the,
1: Arizona and the Patriots. New England. Yeah, and none, none of them teams are I, I good. I agree. I agree. There's not very many teams have played good teams. I mean, there's a lot of really terrible football teams right now. Yeah, and th- then you get a team like Tennessee that shouldn't be very good. They're not an easy win. Well, they never are. Brabel's a good coach. He's a very, very good coach with not much talent. Not much talent at all. Uh-uh. All right, we've got... Who do we have on tomorrow?
0: Uh, the guy that wrote the Duck song. Uh, fuck. Gun dogs and God or something like that. Um, Williams Knife guy, did you say he's coming on? No, um, it's not going to work out. He's busy this week and then we're gone for... Uh, a month. The foreseeable future. Tyson Schultz. Is his name. Okay. He uh got a, got a duck hunting song out there. So anyway, be interesting talking to him. And then, yeah, we're just piecing it together as we go. We got two big trips back to back and you've got three trips back to back. So it's going to be an interesting schedule.
1: If you're looking for some goose hunting days, I still have a Monday and Tuesday before Thanksgiving. I don't know why. Every year I have one or two days. I just have a hill filling in all the way. Excellent time to hunt. That's there. I got some days in December left. I've got the week between Christmas and Thanksgiving. I think I got one group I can still run between Christmas and New Year's. I'm sorry. Christmas and New Year's. And I have uh, some January dates left. And I still have five days, I think, in Nebraska left. So, anyways, holler at me, 940 658 3172. We appreciate y'all for listening to us. Thank you and God bless you. Jennifer aniston posing just
0: lingerie. Huh? I'll have to look at that. <laughs> Go check out our sponsors. Go check out Lucky Duck, MLR Graphics, Dive Bomb Industries, Ducks Unlimited, Dirty Duck Coffee, Pacific Calls, Boss Shot Shell, Shin Gear, Looking Glass Podcast, Duck, uh, I've already said that one, Double T British Kennels, Mossberg, Stanfield Outfitters, Alf Outdoor Specialties, and Hemp Hill Farm.